0: to help you create a plan and build the life you've dreamed of. Back in the year 2000, I read one of the all-time classics in personal finance, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, by Robert Kiyosaki. The concepts in that book completely changed my beliefs about investing. One particular concept that has stuck with me was his definition of financial freedom. The true definition of financial freedom, according to Kiyosaki, is when the income from your assets is enough to cover your monthly expenses. From that point on, you are truly free because you no longer have to work for money. You can do what you want when you want to do it with who you want. You are no longer tied to a paycheck. In today's episode, we'll dive into step number five of the seven step strategy, which will help you focus on developing multiple streams of passive income to create financial freedom. With the amount of technological disruption that will take place over the next decade, You will not only want, but need to have income coming in from different sources to protect yourself. Remember, Blockbuster was a multi-billion dollar company, and within a few short years, Netflix completely wiped them from existence. I'm going to give you some very specific examples of different assets you can invest into and provide you access to them through my platform and strategic partners. So let's dive in. Let's talk, you guys, about creating financial freedom. You know, this is the step right here where we get to really dive into going back to what Robert Kiyosaki talked about in Rich Dad Poor Dad. You know, the book I read back in 2000 opened up my mind to investing and, you know, how the money game really works. And so this is where, you know, we talk about financial freedom and this step is so important. This would be step five in the seven steps. Strategic process, which is you're going to put the majority of your income into safe, conservative income producing assets. Our goal is to become financially free. Well, how do you become financially free? As Robert Kiyosaki described in his book, the true definition of financial freedom is when the income from your assets pays for all of your monthly expenses. So, in that scenario, you are now free to never have to work again. Your assets are creating passive income flowing in to cover and more than offset your outgoing expenses. That's true financial freedom. So a lot of people think, okay, when I hit, when I'm a millionaire, you know, I'm going to be financially free, which is not actually the case. You know, you can be a millionaire uh, in portfolio, you know, where your portfolio is worth a million, but if it's not kicking off the amount of money and cash flow per month that you need to pay all your expenses, then you're going to have to continue working or you're going to have to start drawing down on the principle. If say you stop working, you would have to slowly start drawing down on the principal of your total portfolio. And at some point, you know, you would run out of money, right? So we wanna avoid that situation where we ever run out of money and there's multiple streams of safe cash is what's gonna get us there. And what's critical to the implementation, successful implementation of this strategy is the asset allocation model that I adamantly teach. See, you've got your safe, steady, predictable returns from your boring whole life cash value insurance policy, from your mortgage-backed notes, from your cash flow real estate rentals, from your um, blue chip dividend stocks, from your private money loans, maybe even some tech royalties, from cryptocurrency, and even some out of the box type income strategies that you think of that uh, maybe I'm not even thinking of. Right? There's there's plenty of out of the box ways to generate income. So with those solid income producing assets in play then you can comfortably and aggressively take some swings for the fences with the asymmetric bets that we just talked about on the previous podcast. You know, what if those riskier high reward plays don't work out? You are not knocked out of the game. Your income producing assets simply replenish those funds in short order and then you reload and you figure out the next play. You see, without getting some investments that grow quickly and significantly in our portfolio you know it's going to take a very long time to reach your financial goals and truly live the kind of life you want so it's not this is not a get rich quick strategy however we can get there quicker and more balanced and without having such huge swings that most people go through when they you know they invest into you know all their money into risky type um You know, big swings for the fences, right? So we're just going to take some well-calculated plays that have much greater upside than they do, um, than you know, than they do downside. When I was in college, you know, I talked about that I saved up fifty thousand dollars after hustling and saving, and you know, building a a private business, and then I put all of that into risky tech stocks, and I bought a home instead of renting. The tech stocks crashed in the 2000.com bubble burst. The money in my home was locked up in the mortgage, which I couldn't touch. So that's what's what we call a lazy asset. You know, it's equity that doesn't produce any cash flow. So I was knocked out of the investment game. So I want to make sure you build your wealth in a way that doesn't get you knocked out of the game like I did. You know, It took a few years of rebuilding before I was able to jump back in, losing valuable years, very valuable years of compounding, those early years that you lose when you do too risky of investments. That's that compounding is so critical, and that foundation is so critical to your long-term strategic plan. So let's dive in and let's talk about some of these conservative assets, just to start getting your minds thinking about how are you gonna, what are you gonna invest into, how are you gonna get it, where are you gonna get it, and um, you know what's it gonna look like, right? So let's talk about high cash value whole life. So, to me, this is the foundation of everything that you're going to build with your plan. The reason why is not because it's a—it's not like a great investment. I mean, it only goes up like three to five percent. You know, the way my policy is structured right now, with the interest rates being so low, that does affect or drag on high cash value whole life policies. Um, so you know, mine's probably 5.5%, I think is what we figured out after tax return. So guys, that's not that's not like I'm never going to get financially free on that. That's going to take a long time. But what that does is that creates dividends that keep coming in year after year. And with those dividends coming in, I can take those dividends as cash flow if I ever needed it. Or Better yet, I can borrow against that policy if I ever need cash and get into a jam or if the market suddenly just drops in value and there's assets that are incredible that are on sale, I can go in and within a week or less, I can have a chunk of the cash value out of my whole life policy and utilize that you know, to, to invest and to create more income. So this is more of a, it's a foundational play. It's a stabilization, stabilization play. It's more of a savings play, and it's uh, to protect my estate. You know, if anybody ever, you know, you know sues me and wins a lawsuit, they can't ever touch my whole life policy. It's it's off the table. All right, let's talk about cash flowing real estate rentals. And I have about twenty, I think, total real estate properties, maybe more. We kind of, you know, I sell some if uh, they're. I figure out that they're what we call, you know, they're a little bit, uh, you know, disrupted. Like if they're, if maybe the neighborhood turns or, or I'm having too many, you know, tenant or maintenance issues on a property, you know, I'm probably going to sell it. So it's a moving target, but I have over 20 right now that are, that are producing cash flow. You know, what's great about real estate rentals is that you can leverage it. So let's say you got, let me give you an idea. Let's say you got $100,000 in cash that you have to invest, right? So you brought, you buy a property with cash for a hundred thousand dollars. And it's a nice, you know, quality B type property, maybe a B plus it's kicking off a thousand dollars in rent per month, you know, after all expenses and everything, you know, let's say you, you flow $500 a month. Right. So that's about $6,000 per year. Maybe you'll get $800, um, you know. In cash flow, if you that's probably on the higher end, but let's just say after you know off the all expenses paid, eight thousand dollars net comes in. So that's on a hundred thousand dollars investment, that's an eight percent return, right? But what's great about real estate is that you can leverage it. This is one of the few asset classes where the bank will loan you money to buy it. So now you could take a hundred thousand dollars in cash and you can buy. Five properties for a hundred thousand each because you're going to put 20% or 20,000 down and you're going to finance the rest. So now your hundred thousand acquired you a half a million worth of cash flow producing assets. Now you've got debt to service. Okay. So that's going to take additional uh, money out of your monthly cash flow. However, a portion of that. Is going to go towards the principal. And as you hold on to the properties every year, more and more is going to be paying down the principal or what's called the you know the debt amortization schedule. So the way I think about it is that every time my tenant makes the payment and I use that money to then I take that rent money that's coming in, some of it I get to keep for myself because it's excess cash flow over and above my expenses. And then some of it is being used to pay down the debt. The portion that's paying down the principal is increasing my wealth because now that's increasing the the um, equity that I have in that property. And so now with leverage, you guys, I can take that same hundred thousand dollars and I can turn it into instead of an you know eight thousand dollars in uh, you know net income, I can turn that into. 16, 20, $25,000 in net income for the year because now I have five properties that are producing rent instead of one. So, real estate is so important to leverage, in my opinion. You know, you can multiply by usually a two, maybe two and a half times factor the net income or net cash flow that comes out of a property when you use leverage. And on top of that, what's great is that. Say that $500,000, the market value goes up to $600,000 of those properties. So you just increase the value of your assets went up $100,000, but you only have $100,000 in cash invested, right? So now, not only did you create cash flow from the monthly rents, but your properties went up 100 grand. So your actual cash just doubled from 100 to 200,000. That's the beauty of leveraging cash flow real estate that Robert Kiyosaki talked about in his plan. Now, where do you get cash flow real estate rentals? And, and where do you buy them? Chances are pretty good that it's going to be tough for you to find good cash-flowing properties that are, you know, quality management in your own backyard. So lucky for you that over the last five years, I've been building out a company called High Return Real Estate, and we have also partnered with a company called Boardwalk that allows you to be able to purchase properties in multiple markets throughout the Midwest. Our company was only allowed, you know, we were only able to acquire and and renovate properties in the Indianapolis market. And now due to this partnership with this incredible company called Boardwalk, which I'm going to interview the owner of that company, uh, Tyler Banta, he'll be on one of my episodes coming up here. You're going to be able to, you know, to have access to great quality properties that have good cash flow potential in the Midwest. Now, let's talk about mortgage-backed notes. The way you think about mortgage-backed notes is essentially you're becoming the bank and you're holding the mortgage note that another person is paying interest to you on. Now, these are the ones that we're talking about here are not done like through a traditional bank. These are private type of deals, like off-market type of deals. So you're going to be able to purchase mortgage-backed notes that have a higher interest rate, and you're going to be able to get seven, eight, nine, even ten percent interest rate on these notes that you hold, which is going to create some additional streams of solid cash flow. Now, what happens is, the you know, there's there's risk to every asset, right? The risk of having a mortgage-backed note is that you know, the person on the other side stops paying you, right? That's always, the, that's always the risk to a bank. However, in these types of situations, if that were ever to happen, you know, you're probably pretty excited because there's equity that's in the property that you're going to be able to then, you know, you're going to be able to foreclose, take over that property, and you're going to be able to capture all of that equity that's in that, you know, that's in that property. Now, it's very rare for that to happen, like less than a 1% chance. Of that ever happening, but that's the risk that you have with mortgage-backed notes. Now, this is this is again this is an opportunity that we are able to present to you know our uh, listener base through the program called Cash Flow Plus. That's through our partnership with Boardwalk. All right, so let's talk about blue chip dividend stocks. Okay, so these are this is where you're buying you know large established companies that just continually kick off cash flow they're proven, they're stable, they're solid. You're not gonna get big swings in prices of these companies. They're very safe, stable, solid, conservative type companies that have often have been around for multi-decades and they've proven themselves out with their product, their services, their management team, their leadership and all of their structures, right? So there's companies, say like Ford, Ford uh, Motor Company, company been around for what, a hundred years plus. They have, stability you know even throughout the, the worst of times in 2008 they made it you know through without any problems. This company pays out a dividend on their stock. so that dividend is issued to you in the form of cash okay so you get a quarterly typically type of payment that comes into your account and that's creating income for you safe conservative income passive income that you're going to be able to utilize to fund your whole wealth building strategic process. Now, there's also a thing called private money loans. Now, I don't recommend for new investors to do these because you definitely have to know what you're doing and who it is that you're loaning money to. A private money loan is just a simple arrangement where you loan money to an individual, you draw up a contract, and then you're loaning them money to go out and uh, say start a business is how it usually happens. Now I've done a few of these and they have all worked out so far. Everybody has made their promises that they kept their promises that they made and they paid on their notes or paid me back at the times that they were supposed to pay me. However, again, just a a, a, a slight caution, unless you're very confident in the individual, because that's ultimately who you're investing into is the person. If you're confident in that person and their ability to repay and keep their word, and you also uh, can, if you can somehow collateralize the loan against an asset that they own, then uh, these are these are these can be really great strategic ways to to increase your wealth. Now, why would this person want to do a private money loan and pay you a all reality a higher interest rate than they would if they went to the bank. Well, typically it's usually because they just don't have enough credit or maybe it's a business that is unproven so the bank isn't willing to take the risk. Banks in nature are very conservative. They're only gonna loan money to absolute sure bets. Like they have any doubt that they're gonna have, um, lose their capital, they're not touching it. So for you taking on a higher risk you're gonna be able to also get a higher interest rate as well. A lot of private money loans, you know, for me, I get paid 10, 12, even fifteen percent, you know, on my private money loans, and that's pretty standard, um, you know, and that's pretty par for the course. They're also called hard money loans because the terms of the and conditions of the interest rate are a bit harsh, but uh, it is what it is. It's both people coming together in the market, creating a contract that they're both willing to take on and uh, they're both agreeing to. Nobody's forcing anybody to pay the higher interest rate. They need capital, they need liquidity to get their business going. They're going to have to probably in all reality pay a higher interest rate to make that happen. When we were starting our company, High Return Real Estate, we needed um, an influx of cash to be able to take on more properties and rehab more properties, because we had a high demand, um, you know, uh, we had a lot of demand for properties and we didn't have enough supply, so we needed to bring in some capital. My very first private money loan was for five hundred thousand, and I paid them fifteen percent interest for that money. Now, looking back on it, I'm like, man, why did you do that? You know, that was uh, that was a that was a serious amount of interest that you're paying them per month, right? Well, I, we were able to outpace that interest with our sales and you know, creating additional revenue. So we made money off of that money, off of that private money loan. So it was a win-win situation. And then we found another investor who was willing to come in at a lower interest rate. So he loaned us money at 10% interest. Then we took that money and we paid off the prior, the first um, lenders, got them all paid off, cleared off. And then we started making payments at 10%. So I've been on both the, uh, the giving and the receiving end of the hard money private loans, right? And I'm, so I, I understand you know, how to structure them. So that's, a, that's just kind of giving you guys ideas of how you're gonna create additional streams of passive income. Now, there's another one that I love that's uh, relatively new and it's called Tech Royalties. And this is where you're buying cryptocurrency assets, and then you're able to stake those currencies. Okay. this is not something I'm going to get into and dive into in detail on this particular show. I will create another podcast that will explain how tech royalties work, but you're you're going to be able to stake those currencies. In other words, you're going to, you can either like kind of loan them back out. To somebody else who, who wants to borrow against your cryptocurrency. And then you're going to get paid an interest rate for doing that. A uh, big one called BlockFi, where you can buy, you know, any of your Bitcoin or your Ethereum that you own, you can stake it on that platform. And in exchange, you know, you're going to get a six, seven, eight percent, you know, interest rate on your cryptocurrency as you hold it, which is an incredible way to create an extra stream of income off an asset that you really normally probably weren't even thinking about doing anything other than buying, holding, and speculating, and hoping that it goes up. So that, inch, that income that's kicking off, those tech royalties, is creating an additional form of income off of your assets as you wait for them to, to go up in price. It's just like cash flowing rental real estate. If, you, if it never went up in value, but you're it's kicking off that net cash flow from the rents. You're winning. If it goes up in value, then you're even you're making even more money. You're increasing your overall net wealth, so you can win in those types of games both ways. And then there's out of the box income opportunities. You know, I saw one of my um, partners and uh, friends, Adam. He posted that he was mining cryptocurrency, and so. I hit him up. I'm like, dude, is there a way that I can get a piece of that? (laughs) Right. My, I was like, I was like, I saw, I saw an opportunity to, to, and I don't know anything about how to do it. I don't know how to set it up. I don't know. I don't really, I mean, I kind of understand it, but I don't totally get it. But I do know that Adam's super intelligent. He's super smart. He's a tech wizard because we've done technology projects and built platforms for other businesses together in the past. So I said, look, I'm going to give you, if I give you some capital infusion, can you buy, you know, more mining equipment? And then, you know, we'll we'll split up some of the, the income that comes off of it and, you know, we'll, uh, you know, we'll both win. And he's like, yeah, that's a great, that's a great deal. So we started, uh, you know, about four months ago, we started buying up the components that you need to mine cryptocurrency. So it's created a situation where money that, um, you know, would have traditionally been, like, conservative with, right? And I'm putting it into this crypto mining project, and man, the, the returns are, are, are incredible. As of right now, we're on track, I'm on track to get all my money back, all the equipment paid off in roughly about eight months. And then from there, it's just free flowing cash flow that's going to be coming in as this system continues to crank and create more of the, um, the mining income. Wanted to get you guys just thinking about different ways and different means that you're going to be able to tap. Look, on my platform, every single thing that we just discussed, we're going to go into detail on. I'm going to give you resources of where to go to buy things. I'm going to show you guys exactly you know, what to consider. Um, you're going to get the whole deal. So This is going to be... A platform where I don't want to just give you like the concepts and give you the, the reasons why you want to do something. Cause like that was the problem that I had with Robert Kiyosaki. Pretty much all of the things that he puts out, you know, up until maybe even a, a couple of years ago, most of his books are are talking about like the why. And that's that's awesome. Like to explain why you want to do something, explaining the conceptual overview but there was never any how-to's or where-to's. I want to give you the why, but I also want to give you the how-to and the where-to buy, right? The where-to, where to get it. So keep keep plugged into the platform and you guys, we're definitely going to create some indestructible wealth together. All right, so on the next podcast, we're going to close out the seven-step series and we're going to talk about step six and step seven. So make sure that you tune in and you're going to then have the whole overview and be crystal clear on the whole seven-step plan. And then from there, that's when we're going to start diving in with specific guests coming on the show. And I'm going to be talking about specific investments that you guys can consider you know, adding to your portfolio to start building your indestructible wealth. That's a wrap for this episode of the Indestructible Wealth Podcast. Before we part ways, I want to help you take advantage of two incredible tax-saving strategies that could help you save a lot of money. All you have to do is leave me a five-star review, if I've earned it, and comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in. After you've done that simple step, just email me a screenshot at reviews at myindestructiblewealth.com and I'll send you everything you need to save money on your taxes for years to come. If you'd like to dive deeper into your own wealth building strategy, check us out at MyIndestructibleWealth.com and follow along on social media. Also, please share this podcast with anyone who's looking for guidance on their own wealth building journey. Until next time, remember our mission here is to help you make, keep, and grow wealth you can enjoy now and for years to come.